Kevin Perger's themed alternative presents The Societies, Chapter 4, A Fool's Errand, in which our heroes attempt to seek guidance from the Society of Explorers and Gunslingers. Great, another house in the distance. The last one did us pretty good. Let's go check this one out, guys. At least there was a monkey. Hey, don't count out the idea that there could be a monkey. You don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> Just got a little excited there. So, so you ride up, and uh, there's a place to tie your horses, um, and I'm assuming you do. So I kind of fall off the horse because I'm not really good with horses, <laughs> and I start like walking backwards towards the front door, and I'm like, all right, we're, we're going to San Francisco, but we're looking for work in the meantime, right? Sounds good. So, uh, so yeah, you go up to the door? Uh, just a big hearty knock on the door. Abigail, can you go get that? A girl opens the door. What you expect a female under these strict societal guidelines in this era, she's not wearing that. She's wearing more of like a suit type thing, like a collared shirt um, with a vest. Morning, ma'am. Uh, we're here to inquire about some employment. Did someone tell you to come up here or did you three just climb this mountain yourselves? Well, we were told to ask for uh, Mr. Barnabas and Chandler. Who told you that? We have some friends down in town that, you know, they're they're just helping us out. And they didn't mention me? I'm afraid they didn't. Yeah, sorry, ma'am. Mrs. Miss. Abigail. Abigail Bullion. Well, Mrs. Bullion. Daddy, there's some people here that want to talk to you. And so this man, he has a large, thick mustache and brown hair, a wrinkled man, but he looks young. So he looks like in about his 40s, but he has already has some wrinkles from stress. He's wearing a nice suit uh, with a monocle hanging out, comes in and peeks into the doorway. Mr. Bouillon, I suppose. Bouillon. 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 Sorry, not from the region. Uh, we just came to inquire about some employment with your uh, your organization. Heard you might be looking for a couple of hands. Now, who would have told you that? Well, you hear things all the time. You know, you come into town, there's chatter around the saloon. You know how it is. And what makes you think I'm in need of you three? Do you even know what it is that we do? Well, we've heard all about the mine and the troubles that you're running into. So we figured... Everyone we in town knows that. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but you are a gunslinger, right? We were sent up here to find the Society of uh, Adventurers and, uh, uh, and Gunslingers. The Societies of Explorers and Gunslingers? That's what I meant. Now, who told you out-of-towners about that? Random people. We, I certainly didn't get anyone's name. Well, you see, sir, we're, we're members of a society ourselves. Uh, and when we heard that there was a society in town here, we just thought we would come and inquire. You're with the society. Do tell. Uh, we are from the Society of uh, Adventurers and Explorers. You mean the Society of Explorers and Adventurers? That's another voice that came from inside the house. I would imagine a member of the organization would know its name. And so this man is bright blonde hair, blue eyes, chiseled jaw, very attractive man, and, uh, and a button-down shirt. And he looks to be about in his 20s. You must be Mr. Chandler. No, we meant the Society of Explorers and Adventurers. But, you know, we want to make sure that the people we're talking to know what we're talking about. So just a little way that we try and uh, make sure that uh, we're on the same page. 
You know what I mean? Fine. I'll hear you out. Now, Chandler, we don't need to be getting any more trouble. I'd like to hear them out, Daddy. They seem to know more about the society than you. Did I ever say that I did, Abigail? It can't hurt to know more, Barney. You three, come in. And so they invite you into this house, and there's this big, grand staircase. This is not just the wooden crap you stayed in last night. This is beautiful. It's beautifully built. Uh, and you walk over into the parlor room, and you sit down on these, you know, these grand, luxurious couches by this big fireplace. It's not currently in use because it's daytime, and also because it's hot. Chandler and Abigail are sitting on a sofa, and then in a chair next to them, fully in a sitting and then you three are on the couch across from them. In the middle is a is a table with a few books and different items. They look as though they've been working in this room recently. Well, as I was saying, when we met there, Mr. Boolean, Mr. Chandler, uh, we're just passing through. Figured you sound like you needed a hand with some stuff. We're of like organizations. Maybe we could help you out. You could help us out. You know, benefits everybody. Now you're going to need to give me a lot more information if... Oh, hush, Barney. This is my territory. Fine, Chandler. Do your worst. How many members of the SCA are there? Just you three? No, of course we're not. No. no. Wouldn't be much of a society if there was just three of us. What year did the society start? If you don't mind, Chandler, I've got this one. What year did the society start? That's an excellent question. We're... Look over to Chip. Well, well, you see, we're new, we're, we're recent recruits sent on a special mission. Okay. What year? Clara, here's our resident expert. <laughs> okay, Clara. What is the society's motto? Uh, 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 um. I think we've heard enough. I stand up, I stand up and go, now listen here. These are important societies you don't keep a secret society secret by blabbing all the information about it. Now, if you don't believe us, that's fine. We figured we'd help, uh, you know, we'd lend a helping hand to an organization in need, but clearly it seems like you'd rather not have the help at all. So we'll continue on our way. We'll head over to San Francisco. Uh, wish you all the best with the mine. And Sir, if I, if I may, I, um, I stand up on the couch. Because we're on a we're on a, a couch, right? You said you that stand like, up on the couch. I stand up on the couch. I climb up on the back of the couch and I leap into the air, and then I feather myself what? and I start to slowly hover <laughs> into the middle of the room. What? Tarnation! Check this out, sir. We <laughs> Abigail stands up and pulls a, a revolver at you. Give me one reason not to shoot this weirdo right now. This is magic. Given to me, bequested and taught to me by the society that you that we don't necessarily have answers for, but d- proof enough that we're members of. From Mr. Henry Mystic himself. First off, I do not know who that is. Secondly, I have a question for Dr. Chip here. Yes, sir. Is it the Society of Explorers and Adventurers or the Society of Adventurers? And explorers. Oh, he's going to get you. It's a society of adventurers and explorers. Well, Chandler, I think we've heard enough. (laughs) I agree. It's time for you to mosey on out of here. 
Abigail put her revolver down and kind of points it back at Jim and motions for you to get out of the room. Is Chip still falling to the, to the floor? No, no, Chip has stopped. He's <laughs> on the ground. Okay. Well, I mean, you can get up now. I, I guess we should, um, I guess we should leave. It's a real shame. Uh, you know, it was, we were ready to come help you out. And uh, I guess if you feel like you'd be better off alone, then there's nothing else we could do, huh? I really like Stalin here. Like I, they're looking at their papers or ignoring you, just expecting you to leave. <laughs> I start to just slowly walk towards the door, try to think of something. Y'all have a nice day. Goodbye now. Maybe we should leave. I can, I can sense when we're not wanted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we should. I should think we should definitely leave. Um, and I think we all we um, I, I I head outside. Yeah, yeah. I follow. Uh, let's go out onto the front the front porch area. Okay, Abigail shuts the door. Uh, I think we we get uh, we get a start head to horses. I, I I head to the horses. I think we should head to the mountain. Wait, we can't just we can't leave leave. Should we? well listen. Here's what we do: we we double back and we wait for them to we and we wait for them to go and we follow them. We wait for them to leave the house and we and we follow them. Right? I don't know. They have a lot of work out. It looks like they're working on something. They might be here a while. Can we distract them? Maybe. I'm curious to see what it is that they're protecting or hiding. Well, they said they're protecting the mine. Yeah, maybe we should check out the mine. Okay, yeah. I guess I guess we should go check out the mine. You have no indication of where the mine is. I know. <laughs> we don't know where the mine is. <laughs> go back to town. <laughs> there, you do remember seeing train tracks running from Rainbow Ridge into like a mountain structure in through the canyon. So using the process of a minute, you might assume that was a mine train. I think we should follow the train tracks. Save us four miles. I just had an idea. Claire, you bring a good point. That could have been a mine train. We should go check that out. Thanks, Dr. Chip. <laughs> and um, uh, and see if it leads to a mine, right? I mean, that's it's for hauling goods. Let's go check. Let's go follow the train tracks. All right. Yeah, good idea. Okay, so you guys get on your horses. Um, you, you go into town and you f- find the train tracks pretty easily. They're about a quarter mile away from the main town strip. The canyon that you're in kind of looks like a crater, right? So you ha- And then there, there's like a little tunnel. And on the outside of that tunnel, there's some more light shining. So it's just a little tunnel that they blasted. So you ride uh, on through the tracks on your horses through that tunnel. And on the other side of that, you come upon a large mountain. This beautiful rock structure. I mean, just almost out of a storybook. It looks like a castle of just red mountain rock. It's beautiful. Um, And the the mine train curves around and up and then in and then out. And it just, the mine train goes all around it. And you can see how shoddy the craftsmanship was on the train tracks itself as they built them in order just to get to the next part. And they didn't really care about the the layout. So you're coming up on it and you're now to the edge where the, the tracks go up and around. So yeah, you can follow those tracks and like follow the train's path. I think that's the way to go, guys. Yeah, let's follow. Mm-hmm. Be on your guard, though. If they're protecting this mine, I mean, maybe they're back at the house. Doesn't mean they don't have somebody else from this society guarding it during the day. You know, you spiral around this mine. You kind of go in and out of it, but you're not really in in it. Um, and then, like, the train gets goes down to the ground again. And then it goes into the bottom. So you basically, like, went up and around and didn't really find anything. Everything's been mined. But then there's this tunnel that goes inside. And it's dark in there, and you can see that the light ends. So there's no light on the inside of this. Um, uh, we haven't checked that out. Maybe we should make some fire and 
head on in? Did we bring supplies for that? No. Uh, all right. Uh, can we survey the scene to see if there's anything that could make make a makeshift torch? I whip out my handkerchief. Wrap it around a spike? Uh, yeah, exactly. Get some of Chip's oils. Soak it up. <laughs> okay, you do. You easily make that fire out of a few rocks you find. And uh, that thing's lit on fire. You now have a torch. This fire smells great, guys. This smells really good. It's going to be some, some persuasive fire. Excellent. All right, let's head in. Let's go. Let's go. Do you leave the horses or do you take the horses? We're going to tie the horses. Are there any like rocks or something that we can hide the horses behind so that if anybody else comes to this entrance, they won't see a couple of horses just hanging out? I mean, they're, yeah, they're either you can like take them in a different area. Okay, let's do that. Let's walk them over somewhere. Good suit jacket. Good rumble sticker. They neigh at you and you do. So you walk into this this area. What do we see? Yeah, we just keep following the tracks. So you follow the tracks. You're in a large cave. You can only see a few feet in front of you. You get about 100 yards in. The ground ends as now, instead, there's this large bridge for the train. And you can walk along it, but it it, it is a bridge, so. Considering, Considering our, our luck, luck so, so far, far, I would, I would probably, probably say we shouldn't, shouldn't do this. So let's do this. <laughs> if anyone falls, I got you. I crouch to the ground and I put my ear against the railroad track to hear, see if I hear anything. You do not. Okay. I don't know if that actually works or not. I've just Clara, see, this is this is why Bert is the this is we need to keep this guy around. He is smart. I would never have where did you learn that? Bert? I just heard stories. Listen, I grew up in Brooklyn. I we didn't have trains like this. I don't I'm assuming that's how this works. But we're probably fine. We're probably fine. Let's just cross. Tread carefully. Uh one step in front of the other, one foot in front of the other. Maybe spread out so we're uh, not too heavy in one spot. Yeah, yeah, that's a smart plan. All right, so you go first. Yeah, Bert, you're the biggest. You go first. All right. Uh, I have the. Do I have the torch? You do now. Okay, I take the torch and I kind of I just start walking slowly but steadily across the bridge, and I just try and keep the torch low enough that I can see the like the the bridge in front of me uh, to keep a keep track. I'm gonna go last with my finger pointed. So Chip, you uh, you're kind of at the edge of the lights. Clara, you're in it, and then. Herb, you tiptoe and you hear the creaking of the bridge, but you're able to stay pretty steady. Um, you know, there's no railing or anything, but keep in mind of your balance, you're doing okay. And you just keep going for a while. And finally, you reach the other side of this bridge, probably what is 200 yards, but you eventually got to the other side. So now you are 200 yards, 300 yards into the mine um, and 200 yards past that bridge. And now you're on solid ground again, but you still you can still follow these tracks. I think we're just gonna have to keep following them. You can, we can just follow them until the until they get to an end, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Do I? I mean, I I know we have like the limited scope of the of the torch, but to the sides, we're not really seeing anything out of the ordinary. It's just ground. Yeah, just ground, and I mean, yeah, just rock structures and like things that have been mined, and you know, veins of, that they followed gold to, and you know, it's it's very it's very bullied. The 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 walls are very like tortured, but the um nothing specific, no, no 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 exits. If that's what you're asking. And and no ghosts or there are no ghosts just hanging out. No, <laughs> just checking. 
look over my shoulder to to Clara and Chip, and I just sort of like shrug, like keep going. Yeah. All right, All let's, right. Do, let's it. do it. I pick up my pace though now that we're off of the the bridge and we're on more solid ground, so I start walking a little bit faster. Did he? Did did the guy say earlier that there was something about like someone with zapping people down here? Is, did, is that what he said? I think he said that was like when you took gold. Or no, was it? I, th- I think he said when you like blew you blew things up, you get zapped. So we don't want to blow anything up here. Yeah, don't blow anything up. Don't take any gold. All right, gotcha. Are they protecting the town from the mine? Is it just superstitions? Because I don't see anything. I bet they found some more gold down here somewhere, and that's what they're they're trying to keep people away from. That's totally what we should grab a little bit of, so that we'll have some more funds for the rest of this trip. Did you not hear anything about the curses about people taking gold from this joint? The zapping? <laughs> it's curses. You believe in curses? Come on. It's a it's, Listen, I get it. Magic. It's a thing. But like, come on. <laughs> Wait, you just you just got your almost got your eyes ripped out by a flying time traveling griffin and you don't believe in curses? If you believe that they're protecting the mind because of a curse and not because of all of the gold in here, then I, you know, I got a bridge to sell you. Is that your catchphrase? Because he's Because I've got Brooklyn. a bridge to sell you. You've said that both episodes now. <laughs> Although I don't know if the Brooklyn Bridge was built at this point, so. You keep walking and you're kind of spiraling downwards from stop to stop. And eventually after, you know, you don't even know how long you've been walking. You're deep in this mine. It's been probably an hour or two. Um, of just straight walking and um, you get to the bottom of this mine and you're on the floor and you can tell because it's a very large plane and there's the train tracks come to a giant locomotive sitting with, you know, various mine carts attached to it on the tracks, just idle uh, facing the direction that you came from. So as if it, it, it is ready to go out of the mine and you have this entire plane of just gold, there's gold on the ground, a lot of gold in the, in the actual carts themselves. There's still rich veins in the mountain that you shine the light up against. I mean, you struck gold. This is amazing. I told you. I told you. Curse. Yeah, right. Uh, I want to walk up towards the, the locomotive. You said it's got gold like loaded into it already? Yes. I, w- I want to walk over to like one of the the cars and I don't know. Is it, is it short enough that I could like climb up there and get closer to the gold to inspect it? Oh, yeah. I mean, you it's, it's something you can look over. Like, it, it's designed for you to throw gold into, so you can just, like, walk up to it. I'd like to search the train or the, the area around to maybe find some lanterns or something else that we could, like, light or produce light down in, in the where we're at. There is a lantern in the car of the train. You find it, and you can light it. Perfect. I would like to... Uh, uh, Bert, can you come over here and light me up? Sure. H- Herbie, are you going to take gold and unleash a curse upon us? <laughs> You know we're a hundred years away from our time. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> Listen, all I know is we have like three dollars. If we're lucky, we'll be done in a week. But I'm just trying to secure our future here a little bit. See if this story checks out. I don't even. I don't want to touch. I don't want to touch the gold. I don't. I avoid the gold at all. At all possible. Um, we're I, clearly in like some kind of loading area establishment. Uh, now that I have a lantern, can I look around for like a shack, a building, any kind of like structure? that um, accompanies this this mining area? Um, there is a elevator, like a mine elevator, but it is garbage. It's trashed. The large rocks fall have fallen, um, and different kind of what looks used to be doors or maybe uh, pathways have been caved in. 
Next time we're in a mine, let's just jump and feather our way down. <laughs> that is a brilliant idea. Wish I thought of that earlier. But you don't know if there, there might be stalactites on the bottom, all right? Um, there might be stalagmites on the bottom, so you don't, you, that's... Slowly land on the stalactites. <laughs> I have two handfuls of gold right now. I, like, bite the, the gold to see if it's real. You don't know how to do that. <laughs> I mean, I know enough to bite it, but I don't know what I'm looking for. I'm just biting it <laughs> sure. because that's what I've heard people do. <laughs> so you do that, and so you have all this gold, and you've, you've, you're moving it around, and nothing seems to be happening, and you've, you got the gold, so at least that part of the curse isn't seems to be not true. I told you guys this is not a real curse as I'm like casually like I'm not trying to rob the mine here. I just take like one or two small nuggets of gold and I like pocket them. I'd like to jump on the train and see if it's possible to I know it's it's been long abandoned but see if it's like uh possible if any levers work can like if it can is there is it functional? Could we light it? Can we can we like can we light the the engine? Yeah, it seems to be dented and worn and used and beaten up, but it's usable from everything you can tell, although you would not be the person to ask. Hey Clara, you ever flown a train before? Yeah, Clara, could you check this thing out and see if we could start it? Yeah, I don't feel like walking two hours back out. Oh, okay, no, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. You walk up, Clara, look at what uh, Chip is looking at, and it is, it's usable. There's nothing else to do down here. Maybe we should uh, start this thing up. Think about what all the people in the town could use, like, with all this gold. If we this bring is going to change I their know. lives. This is going to, this is going to be incredible. This is what we were meant to do here. We're, we're meant to be the heroes that bring all this gold to everybody. Okay, so do you, tr- do you start the train? I, I, I did, yes. So you start this train, and the train starts to like kind of go, and then you know it kind of gains gains some steam. You know, yell out to Chip and Clara as I assume the train starts to get a little louder. Now, look, they're probably if they're meant to guard this thing, we might run into some trouble on the way up. Uh, so you know, stay sharp. I'm pulling my gun out. Okay, so it kind of chugs along. It's going fairly slowly and safely, and it's it's kind of going, and it's it's not moving that fast, and it's got to cover the two hours you walked, and it's going about four times the speed of you walking. Where did you learn how to drive a train? <laughs> I can pilot anything except a horse. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that your catchphrase? <laughs> in the, the light... Uh, so you're about 15 minutes in, halfway there. You see in the light that's coming in, where you came from, you see two figures enter, and then you see a third follow. Looks like we got trouble. And one of the figures pulls out uh, a, what looks like a revolver in the silhouette, and the other pulls out a rifle. And so the train is kind of chugging along. You can hear them yelling, Stop that train! You can't make out the voice yet. To the, I want to climb ahead towards, I guess, somewhere where I could stand comfortably without hanging off of the side of this. Why aren't you in the engine with us? Uh, who's up there? Who's down there? I asked you first. <laughs> oh, God. It's them. You three really think this is a good idea? You can tell it's the voice of Bullion. Listen, we were sent here to do something important, and you wouldn't help us, so we set off, we went off our own way. So because of that, you're going to kill everyone else? What are you talking about? 
and you kind of have gotten to the point where like you're spiraling further away from him now. In order to have this conversation, he has to really <laughs> yell and like repeat himself a few times. There's a curse. There's a. Can you hear me? I slowly turned to Bert. Told you. We're not messing around. Uh, what what kind of curse? What are you talking about? I'ma shoot him. Don't shoot. Abigail cocks her gun and points it at the training and waits for that proper moment as you're turning towards her and sees you through the window and she pulls the trigger. But she misses. Hey, listen, we're not we're not looking to steal the gold. We're just trying to get out of here. You're just using the transportation, that's all. Be honest. Would you believe looking for adventure? <laughs> So it's been about, you know, five minutes of this very terrible conversation you're having over the sound of the engine. You're coming off on that kind of last stretch, so you're on that, you're about to run into them. Clara, we, sh- we should stop the train. All right, we'll stop the train right here. It takes about a minute for that train to stop. I hop off, I hop off the cart and, and I raise my hands up and I'm like, see, a measure of good faith. We're not here to steal the gold. We just needed a way out of here. Now, if we can talk this over like civilized human beings, we could come to some sort of agreement. I, 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 I step out and I, 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 st- I step out behind, um, behind Herb and I, my hands up as well. Uh, it's, it's like, listen, no harm. Oh, I wasn't like raising my hands like surrender. I just meant throwing my hands up in like frustration. Sorry. Okay, I'm out too. You've got our attention. Get away from that train and we'll listen to you. So I'm guessing you three waddle your way to that side, and they're standing there. So you'll hear us out now? Chandler pulls a revolver and points it at you. Bullying gets three handcuffs out of his uh, pocket and goes around to handcuff each of you. Whoa, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. This wasn't the deal. Maybe next time you'll think twice about trying to steal from Big Thunder Mountain. So he goes up to Chip, and he, he grabs one of Chip's hands, or tries to. Chip, are you resisting? My reclusiveness keeps me from trying to push and I, I let him okay so he he easily handcuffs your hands behind your back and then he goes over to clara yeah i'm not happy with this and i've had my gun drawn the whole time put that gun down miss chandler points at your hand i don't think we've done anything wrong we didn't take any gold from the from the mine you've got to the count of three. One, two, three. abigail fires and then that shot ignites some sort of uh, the liquid that is like on the walls lightning zaps out and it kind of it disappears whoa what oh my god i knew the curse was real in that moment uh your hands are also handcuffed behind your back clara so then he goes over to herbert and he gets out his handcuffs and he grabs one of herbert's wrists i i'm not happy but i don't resist because i'll look at my sword and i just sigh so he handcuffs you channel looks at you and points his revolver towards the exit i start walking and i'm like look we didn't take the gold we're not resisting how what more do you need from us to 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 realize that we're on your side here they don't respond they brought like a wagon and they just throw you into the back of the wagon and then they get on the two horses in the front and they they take off and you're headed toward rainbow ridge did you guys what are, are we alone in the cabin and the wagon or is Abigail with us? Abigail's up front. It's just you three. Okay. Uh, did you, the, the, the lightning with the fire, what was that? Maybe it was a gas reacting to the gunshot. I've never been in a mine. I don't know. I've never seen anything like that before. That was some magic guys. That was, 
definitely magic. That, it, it, what they said was the curse is real, all right? The curse is real. The, the explosions in the mine cause, uh, cause lightning. It's like that dude at the bar said. Well, if that's the case, that means we're the bad guys and they're the good guys. <laughs> that is a very good point. <laughs> uh, oh, no. Rumble sticker and suit jacket. Oh, we are terrible horse keepers. We are the worst. Oh, yeah. My goodness. We uh, Well, we did steal those horses. <laughs> okay, listen. We need to focus up here. I think what we need to do is we need to... We, we need to convince them that we are from the Society of Explorers or Adventure. That's, I mean, that seemed to be what we, we needed to do back at the house. So there's got to be something. They didn't know who, they didn't know who Mystic was. Do you think they know the monkey? What about Timekeeper? Maybe they were contacted by the Timekeeper. What did, uh, what did Mr. Mystic say? That there was like a letter that came through some light and stuff. Uh, maybe they know. I mean, at this point, it's, it wouldn't hurt to, to ask, right? As they giddy up into town, you turn some heads and on your way, and people are looking as the, their new sheriffs, the Society of Explorers and Gunslingers, uh, takes you up to the jailhouse. One of those back houses off the main strip. A older man comes out and says, Who you got there? Three bandits trying to rob the mine. Oh, you finally caught them? No, these are new. We weren't trying to steal the gold, Mister. Abigail comes around. And motions for all three of you to come out. Yeah, yeah we're, we're getting out. I, I look towards Abigail. Um, listen, you want to find the other three? We can help you find the other three. What other three? The other bandits. The other three bandits. The ones who have been trying to get the gold out. You know the other bandits? Well, we know of the other bandits. We don't, we don't associate with them because, again, we're not thieves. But we, yeah. So where might they be? I'm not just going to hand that away, give it away for free. We're in handcuffs here. Fine. Suppose you do know them. Same question. Where might they be? That's, listen, I know that. You don't know that. And that's why you're going to take the handcuffs off of us. I promise you, we're not. I'll take off the cuffs if you can give me a location. How do I know? How can I trust you? How do I know you're not just going to run off and go grab them, throw us in a cell? Enough of this. Throw them in the cell. Uh, the old man pushes you on the back. He unlocks the door to the to the jailhouse. You go inside. There's these th- metal bars. He opens those. He uncuffs each and one of you and then throws you in. And then he walks out of the cell, locks the key. All three of them and the older man are, are standing there. You're making a big mistake here. I'll talk to the judge about a hearing tomorrow. Let him stew for a bit. We've got too much else going on right now. And so the three of them walk away, and the old man goes and sits down and, like, leans his back against a wall, reads a book. Are there is there, like, a bed in the cell or anything? No. Okay. It's dust. It's just dust. There's not even a window. I just kind of sit on the floor. You said that there's other bandits. What, what, have they been in town? What have they been, what have they been doing? He doesn't respond. They've been trying to steal the gold, and we know that, and we can get you, we can help you get them, but you've got to trust us. You're talking to the old man. You know that, right? Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't respond. We're not here to cause any trouble. We're here to help. In fact, to prove that, uh, you have to send someone back out there because right by the mine entrance were uh, two horses from your local stableman. Uh, we don't want anything to happen to those guys. Admitting to other crimes. Listen, we don't want any bad things to happen to this town. You can roll for <laughs> persuasion. 17. Okay. He, he gets up, goes outside. Them three said they left two of Pillsbury's horses back at the mountain. 
then he walks back in and starts reading his book again. And the three of them get in their wagon and go away. Thank you. Are you going to talk to us at all? Nothing? You're just going to ignore everything we're saying? He doesn't say anything. How much will it cost you to maybe unlock this door and forget about it for a little bit? Looks at you and chuckles and then continues to read. Well, this is getting nowhere fast. Okay, I'm whispering. Uh, Dr. Chip, do you have any magic to get us out of here? (laughs) Nothing. Do we just uh, essentially wait for someone to return a hanging yeah I, I, well they didn't say they were gonna hang us they said they were gonna try us uh so can, can we is there any way to speed up the trial process oh, no, 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 no 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 we're okay we're okay we're okay no 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 no, no. he, he kind of raises an eyebrow at the prospect of that this was all my fault <laughs> we shouldn't have stopped the train I'm just sitting in the cell and I'm just going through all of my regrets of this past 24 hours I shouldn't have. We should have paid the horse guy. Should have paid Pillsbury. Yeah. We should, Maybe we belong here. We tried to steal. We stole horses. <laughs> we stole gold. This is. We are terrible explorers. Honestly, we didn't even hit the right time period. I mean, that's Chip's fault. That wasn't our fault. That was Chip's fault. Collectively, we've all made mistakes. <laughs> so yeah, I think we just need to to wait for the next event. I'm taking a nap then. (laughs) The sun sets on another day in Rainbow Ridge after midnight when the moon is beginning its descent. There's some ruckus. You all three wake up and the old man is gone and the door is left open, but your cell's still locked. And you hear screaming and running and chaos, but you can't see any of it. Ah, Um, What is going on? We got to get out of here. What is happening? Is there like, is there a window in this? Like that we could like stand on each other's shoulders or something? No. Just look, peer out of. Okay. All right. We definitely, definitely have to get out of here. The screaming continues in the running. You hear like horses neighing and clatter and people yelling. And it's just, it's chaos, but you can't see any of it. Help. Help. All of a sudden the, the top corner of the cell that you're in. So if you're looking at the back wall, the top left corner, you see it start to light up red and it gets very hot and smoke begins to come out of the wood of the of the cell you're in. It's a wooden wall? It's a wooden wall, yes. Can, I want to start throwing myself into it, like to try and knock it down, yeah. Okay, I'm moving in the farther corner away. <laughs> so the, flames begin, the, the flames begin to increase in that corner, and the walls start to catch on fire like a lot. And people begin to, you see people screaming, you finally see, see a woman just running past the door, but she's way too far away. And she just keeps running out of your sight the moment you see her. She's gone. Uh, the, the the entire wall is now kind of lit in flames, and the side walls are beginning to be lit in flames. But it's still holding its, its structural integrity. Um, yeah, this is this is a very dire situation. You're all about to be burned alive. We're trapped. Um, Help! So at this Anyone? point, as all seems to be lost, the ceiling itself is caught on fire, but there's no escape in sight. Um, you hear boots. Walking toward the door and a large man enters he's dressed in black he has a bandana on his mouth and he has a black hat on and he looks at you and laughs and he lights a cigarette you want to help us out here buddy help us (laughs) flicks a cigarette into the fire behind you through the cell even and it misses all of you and like lights up in the fire and he surveys your items put on the table over there in the corner 
and he sees the revolver and he sees the sword and he sees the dagger and he sees all of your, your oils and whatnot. He laughs and then he looks on the wall and that far wall there's a key and it's burning. It's getting, You're getting very hot, you're very sweaty. It's starting to be painful just where you're sitting. And he looks at that key and he turns to you and he slowly walks over and he undoes the key and he opens up the, uh, the cell. He reaches over to that table, he grabs your items and he throws them at you and says, Y'all want to have some fun? This episode of The Societies was edited by Kevin Perger, with an original score by Jamison Hornbeck-Wall and art by Brian Danger. It features the voice talents of Disney Dan, Alicia Stella, and Rob Plays. And guest stars Nate Beagle as Barnabas Bullion, Alice White from Those Happy Places as Abigail Bullion, and Vincent Vision as Jason Chandler. For more information on the societies, go to Themed Alternative on YouTube or at Themed Alt on Twitter. Thank you for listening, and we hope you join us for future adventures.